It's a new era in the NHL. 17 years since any of the remaining eight teams in the playoffs have lifted the Stanley Cup, and the New Jersey Devils are the last team to advance to round two. Let's get right to it. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I am your host, Steele Roden, graduate of the College of Sports Media in downtown Toronto and a part of the Locked On Podcast Network for over a year now. It's been an absolutely incredible ride. It's been an incredible ride so far this postseason. It's a new era. Uh, haven't seen many of these teams make it to the second round or make deep playoff runs for a very, very long time. We will get to a lot of things on this episode. Devils, the last team to enter the round, the second round. We'll talk game seven and what happened with the New York Rangers. We'll take a look at some fantasy hockey players to keep an eye on for next season that are lighting it up right now in the playoffs and some updated Stanley Cup odds as well. But first, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKED ON NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time, an absolutely incredible app. Going to be using it a ton like I did this winter for some Vancouver Canucks games. But we're not talking about the Canucks. We're talking about the postseason. We're talking about the playoffs. We're heading into round two. The New Jersey Devils, the last team to enter or to advance to round two after defeating the New York Rangers in game seven, shutting them out for nothing. We will talk about the game uh, very, very shortly. But this is the last time these remaining eight NHL teams have won the Stanley Cup or haven't won the Carolina Hurricanes back in 2006, New Jersey Devils 2003, Dallas Stars 1999, Edmonton Oilers 1990, and of course, everyone knows the Toronto Maple Leafs making it for, to the second round for the first time in 19 years, but it's been since 1967 since the Maple Leafs last, last lifted Lord Stanley and the Vegas Golden Knights, Florida Panthers, and Seattle Kraken have yet to actually win the Stanley Cup in their history. So it's going to be an incredible ride for the remaining of the postseason. Eight teams. It's been a long time since they've lifted a, lifted a cup. And big expectations on all of their fans. So the NHL brackets, they're out the window. Everyone's bracket has to be broken by now. Uh, incredible ups, upsets in both the West and Eastern Conference. But let's talk about the game that just happened, that just wrapped up last night. The New York Rangers versus the New Jersey Devils, Game 7. Like I said, it's a new era in the NHL. Did not think the Devils had the experience or quite enough experience because they do have a few guys that have played in the postseason. Andre Palat, who's won a few cups. Dougie Hamilton, who's been in the postseason many times as well. A few extra players in there. But it is a new era in the NHL. New Jersey Devils haven't won it since 2003. They're getting the job done uh, on the back of a Schmidt, and I will talk at length about him. But honestly, you know, I got to show some love to New Jersey Devils right off the bat because they won the series. I will talk about the Rangers, but they got by on a Schmidt. They really did. They did play great hockey throughout the entire series, maybe not the first two games, but for one of the highest scoring teams in the regular season, I believe the Devils were top three in goals for 
uh, in the 82-game regular season. They weren't scoring a ton of goals against the New York Rangers. Even the games that they've won, uh, you look back to game three and four, you know, a 2-1 overtime win, a 3-1 win with an empty netter, even the 4-0 in game seven, just three goals, an empty netter as well. So they weren't scoring a ton of goals, and that's why I'm saying that they got carried on the back of the Kira Schmidt. You look at their point leaders, Eric Halla, six points, Jack Hughes, five points, uh, two goals for both of those guys. So not a ton of scoring from their superstar players or top six group, but scoring from everybody. And that's what really got them through, or one of the pieces that got them through alongside Akira Schmidt comes into the into the series uh, in replace of Vitek Vanacek and just takes over, just plays absolutely incredible. 4-1, 4-1 record in the five games that he played. 1.38 goals against average with a 9.51 save percentage. He records two shutouts. And for a guy that hasn't had a ton of NHL experience, even you know in the regular season, not even the postseason, just the regular season, and now he's getting his first crack against a team that was a juggernaut going into this series, the New York Rangers, 22 years old. And this might be a long stretch comparing him to this other goaltender who's very young and succeeding right now as well. But from what I saw in game seven, he looks as calm, as confident, and as good as Jake Ottinger. I know Jake Ottinger is on another level than Akira Schmidt. He's been a part of the league now for a couple of years longer. Um, but that's how good he looked in game seven. He was on his toes. He was calm. Edge, edge work going from, po from post to post was incredible. He didn't look shaky. He wasn't swimming out there in the crease. He made a few uh, incredible stops as well down the stretch. Um, at that point, it didn't even matter. They were up 3-0 in the game. But he was incredible, and he's going to need to continue that going into the next series against the Carolina Hurricanes because we know Hurricanes, stingy defensive team. They've got Auntie Ranta, who's played well so far. Frederick Anderson goes in for Game 7, and he stands uh, tall on his head. A guy who hasn't played for a long time as well, battling and dealing with injuries all season long. So it's going to be a tough, tough uh, series moving forward for the New Jersey Devils, but that's what I said against the Rangers, and they got the job done in Game 7. But with those New York Rangers, you know, I, I've made it very clear how I feel about the Rangers. I had them to win the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, or to win the Stanley Cup, to beat the Edmonton Oilers in the finals. And I, I feel like Rick Bonus right now. I, I, I feel like if I was Gerard Gallant going into that dressing room, going into the press uh, press conference or post-game conference, I, I would have some choice words for the group. And, and I think he already has, and, and rightfully so, because when you have this much talent and you're not producing uh, and, and filling out or succeeding with those goals that you have, placed out all season long, you know, at the trade deadline, trading for Tarasenko and Patrick Kane. It's it's an utter disappointment. It's an utter disappointment with the New York Rangers this season. So much on the line for them. And it was just embarrassing. You're up 2-0 in the series on the road. You have a chance to close it out back at Madison Square Garden. You know, it's a, it's a tough ask to do. But you had that chance because you win the first two games on the road. You get shut out twice in seven games, one of them being game seven, the most crucial game of our, the season on the line, and you get shut out in game seven against the New Jersey Devils. And it's just disappointing all around. Seven games, one goal from Mika Zabinijad. Seven games, zero goals from Artemi Panarin. They're two best players combined for three goals total. Zero points from Alexi Lafreniere. He was invisible, atrocious, abysmal, just uh, honestly a bona fide scrub. And he has been 
what seems like since he got drafted, he's been a disappointment for many years now. And again, when you trade for guys like Tarasenko and Patrick Kane, and they're living up to those expectations, one goal, five assists for Kane, a couple goals and, and, and over four points for Tarasenko. It, it, it's just, it, it's a disappointment. It's an embarrassment. And honestly, they, from the get-go, from game seven, the very, right when the puck dropped, um, they were slow. They were outworked. They were outclassed in every aspect of the, of the game. N- barely any, I want to say maybe two or three legit uh, scoring chances where they actually could have scored, but Akira Schmid uh, came up in the clutch there. Just a disappointment of a season for the New York Rangers and all their fans because there was a lot on the line for them. Igor Shesterkin played great. He just didn't get any scoring from the group in front of him. And honestly, after the first two games, the Rangers just completely disappeared in this series. The Devils took over. They were the better team, hands down. They deserve to move forward. And and they've got a good chance against the Hurricanes, but they're going to have to score some more goals. Jack Hughes is really going to have to step up. So same as uh, for guys like Nico Heischer and Dougie Hamilton. They need to score more goals against a stingy defensive Carolina team. I do want to highlight some players heading into round two. Pencil the names down for next season because it will matter come next fantasy draft season in September, October. But of course, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Have you ever really wanted to go to a game or a big event, but you couldn't find any last minute tickets at a great price? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater shows near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best prices guaranteed so you don't have to stress over the tickets and you can start getting hyped for all the fun. Game time. I'll be using game time many times this summer, like I said, for those Vancouver Whitecap tickets. And when buying tickets so close to game time, the game time app has incredible prices and deals like flash deals on last-minute tickets and even images of the views from your seats before you buy them. And game time is just an amazing app for spontaneous adventures. Forget planning months in advance. The game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive exclusive flash deals on all events. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed from Game Time. It's an incredible app. I really, really urge you guys to download the Game Time app and use the code locked on NHL for all your Game Time purchases. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Again, make sure you're checking out Armando Velez of Locked On Panthers, Florida and Mike DiStefano and Dave Marsuti from Locked On Maple Leafs. We are all a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. That Maple Leafs Florida Panthers series kicks off tonight in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena. Going to be an incredible series. Maple Leafs going up against the second Florida team, uh, and I can't wait. Super excited, but I'm also super excited for next year's fantasy draft. I'm already looking ahead on players that I can snag at crucial times late or mid rounds in the fantasy draft and players that I think a lot of you already have your eyes on, but I want to highlight them here because of how they're playing in the uh, postseason right now. First player, I've already talked about him a little bit, and that's Akira Schmidt of the New Jersey Devils. 
it's most likely Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, his time has run out for the New Jersey Devils. He's on his way out. It seems like that way. I don't see the Devils re-signing him after the season's over. He does become a restricted free agent, but especially after what Akira Schmidt has showcased at the end of the regular season, as well as what he's showcasing now in the playoffs, I think he has entered into the conversation as a starting goaltender moving forward, battling now with Vitek Vanacek. Regular season, 9-5-2 and two record, 2.38 goals against average, and a 9.22 save percentage. He's doing even better right now in the playoffs when it matters most. He came in for Vitek Vanacek. And like our good friend Michael Amato has said many, many times on this podcast and, you know, you know, just in general, he's talked about waiting for goalies in the fantasy draft. And this is one of those goalies you can definitely wait for. Wait for the mid to late round in the fantasy draft to draft goalies, especially a guy like this. He could definitely battle out with Vitek Vanacek moving forward next season. Um, because like I said, he's still on his entry level contract, but Mackenzie Blackwood is most likely done, uh, in New Jersey for the time being. That's one goalie that I want to definitely keep my eyes on for next fantasy draft season. Next player comes out in the Western conference and that's Chandler Stevenson. You know, obviously if we're talking about those peripheral stats, they're a lot lower than you want a lot lower than expected. He doesn't shoot the puck a ton, not very physical, doesn't get in shot lanes, as much as you would like, but he produces points and he produces offensively and he's flourished the last two seasons playing with Mark Stone, Jack Eichel, William Carlson, uh, Jonathan Marcheseau as well. Even the guys on the blue line that have helped him grow his game to a very, very successful player in the top six group for Vegas. Now 65 points in 81 games this regular season, five games against the Winnipeg Jets, four goals, eight points, came up with some crucial goals uh, in those later games as well against the Jets. But what I really like about Chandler Stevenson is his playmaking ability. He is a playmaker. He sets up his teammates. He's top 35 in primary assists. He had 50 assists or 49, 50 assists this regular season. So that's where a lot of the points come from. But he's great on the power play. He's great on the penalty kill as well. He's a dual threat uh, when it comes to that. And he was very clutch this season as well. Five game-winning goals in the regular season. He's really elevated his game. And that goes along with playing like playing with guys like Mark Stone and Jack Eichel. Two other guys who have dealt with injuries, have slid down the fantasy draft board, but should start creeping and crawling their way back up after the season and the postseason all three of these players are having. So definitely keeping my eye on Ch Chandler Stevenson because he goes a little unnoticed at times. Another guy who I think might go a little unnoticed because of the regular season play is Morgan Riley. Um, 41 points in 65 games. Obviously, he was dealing with injuries all season long, especially that knee injury halfway through the season. It's always difficult to come back and, you know, get back to skating at full speed, joining the group again after a, sig a significant amount of time off. But the way that he's played uh, or that he did play in round one, against the Tampa Bay Lightning, especially after that collision with Braden Point, where it just looked like he was on a man, he was a man on a mission and nothing would stop him. Even, even if anything got in his way, he would just skate right through it. And, and he was so good down the stretch or the entire series, a crucial overtime game winning goal. Only had four goals in the regular season, but he has three goals, eight points in the postseason right now in six games. He's a plus eight where he was a minus nine in the regular season. He's really 
picked up his effort, elevated his speed and his and his game overall in the defensive zone. But now he's jumping back into the rushes. He's getting aggressive on the point. The thing I've really liked about Morgan Riley over the years is his ability to get pucks through to the net. He's, to me, one of the best defensemen in the league getting pucks to the net. He doesn't need the big windup. He doesn't need the slap shot. He just creeps. He walks the blue line, and he finds his opening. He finds his chances. And that's what he did multiple times in the first round against the Tampa Bay Lightning, able to get pucks through net with screens in front of Vasilevsky or whatever goalie he's going up against. And he's able to get those pucks on net. And it's just great to see him uh, being able to get rewarded finally because he had so many chances in the regular season. It took forever to get his first goal. And now he's finally capitalizing. He's getting the goals. And it's just great to see him rewarded for a great effort overall in that first round. And he's going to continue that heading into the second round against this player right here, who I mentioned last episode, Carter Verhage. His fantasy value has skyrocketed, especially the regular season. But what he's doing with Matthew Kachuk right now in the postseason as well, 42 goals, 73 points for a career high this year. And he continues that level of play in round one, two goals, eight points, the series winning goal, against the Boston Bruins in game seven, just an absolute snipe short side. And that's something the Maple Leafs actually have to watch out for. He loves that short side wrister uh, creeping in, curls around the circle, and he's got Matthew Chuck. He's got Sam Bennett in front of the net, and he just rips it up high, top shelf, short side. It's one of the one of the better aspects of Carter Verhage's game a very quick wrist shot that a lot of goalies don't see coming because obviously those guys in front of him, Sam Bennett and Matthew Kachuk screening. So Verhage can get the goals, which he's done so well this year, but all four of those guys, Carter Verhage, Morgan Riley, Chandler Stevenson and Akira Schmid. They're playing great right now in the postseason. They all have tall tasks. Schmid obviously going up against the hurricanes, Stevenson in the Vegas golden Knights going up against uh, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, which is a tall task. They're going to have to shut down that speed through the neutral zone. Morgan Riley, another Florida team. He's got a battle. He's going head-to-head with guys like Brandon Montour, who's been very good this, this year as well. Uh, Aaron Ekblad, who probably needs to step up his game. And then, of course, another player, Morgan Riley, is going up against Carter Verhage. All four of these guys are, have been spectacular so far in the playoffs. Coming up next, We've got updated playoff odds. And of course, I need to redo my parlay for round two. Like I said, the NHL bracket has been, uh, it imploded, it's exploded, it's broken, it's everything. I got to renew it for round two. So I've got a parlay coming up. That's coming up next. But of course, this episode is also brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that you want to use literally every single day. And that's AG1. I started taking AG1 because I wanted more energy throughout the day, and I hate, hate taking pills and vitamins. So I wanted to see what all the hype was about. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help you start the day off right. And it's a special blend of ingredients that supports everything, your health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, focus, and even your aging. And with that, Athletic Greens was actually created when the founder was experiencing a ton of health, uh, health, a ton of gut health issues, and actually ended up on a very complicated supplement routine to recover that was costing over a hundred dollars a day. That's just way too much to be spending. So right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition 
Again, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. I take it in the morning. So there's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And thank you guys so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate the love and support every single day. It's getting hot here in this room. I'm getting hyped up for tomorrow or tonight's games uh, in the postseason. Round two kicking off tonight. But updated, updated Stanley Cup odds. And, you know, I don't necessarily agree with these odds, but I'll take them. Maple Leafs are the leaders right now at plus 380. Oilers at plus 400. Devils coming in at third at plus 500. Don't agree with that, but it is what it is. Hurricanes at plus 550. Golden Knights at plus 650. Stars at plus 700. Panthers plus 1100. And the Kraken bringing up the rear at plus 1800 right now. No one believes in the Kraken, even though they just defeated the reigning Stanley Cup champions in seven games. What a crew and group the Kraken have built. Philip Grubauer playing out of his mind. But if I were to place money on any of these now, since the Rangers are out, my money was on them. It's not anymore. I'm going with the top dogs. Maple Leafs at plus 380. I think they got a little bit of a break with the Panthers winning that series. I don't think it's going to be as difficult anymore. I know the Bruins were dealing with a lot of injuries to their top players, Patrice Bergeron, Linus Allmark coming out with uh, some injury news, but I've got Maple Leafs at plus 380 now. I think in all honesty, if everything goes the way that I'm planning it right now, Maple Leafs and Oilers in the Stanley cup finals and what a great Stanley cup finals. That would be two Canadian teams in the finals. It's been a while since the Canadian teams won the cup. There's two Canadian teams remaining in the playoffs and hopefully Both of them can go all the way, go the distance, and create an electric atmosphere for all Canadians out there. But those are the updated Stanley Cup odds. I really do like the uh, Dallas Stars at plus 700. I think they were a a dark horse team moving forward, uh, especially with Jake Andre in the crease. But the way Rupe Hintz is playing now, elevating his game in the postseason, I would lean Dallas Stars as a very dark horse threat to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, but I'm going with the Maple Leafs at plus 380. But we got to create a new parlay because mine was absolutely terrible. It blew up almost right away. New parlay for round two. Add these all together. Still waiting on the odds for the Hurricanes and Devils because that just wrapped up last night. But I've got the Oilers to win against the Vegas Golden Knights in six games at plus 350 right now. The Maple Leafs to win in five games against the Florida Panthers at plus 390. The Carolina Hurricanes to win in seven games against the the New Jersey Devils. Again, don't have the current odds up for that series, but we will get them out to you as soon as possible. And for the last series, the Dallas Stars taking it in seven games at plus 375. You parlay all four of those together, throw a couple bucks, $1, $2, maybe even a fiver on this parlay. You never know what can happen. It could hit, but that's what my parlay is. Those are my bets for the second round. Oilers in six, Leafs in five, Hurricanes in seven, Stars in seven, 
And let me know what your parlay is. Let me know how your bracket's going so far, who you've got winning the Stanley Cup. We appreciate all the comments, all the DMs on our Twitter feed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in the rest of the week and the rest of the playoffs. We break down the second round series moving forward. And again, thank you so much for tuning in in for today's episode. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.